face for just being a cop. Oh, that's part of the job. I haven't because I always thought that nobody I ever arrested had a pot to piss in. So what you know? Like okay, my mistake, guys, and I'm sorry. Um, I for some reason it did not go live right away on YouTube. I, I don't know why. It's a new system we're using. I apologize to you, YouTube watchers. I'm very sorry. Um, to catch you up just real fast, this is Camille. This is John. I'm Ronnie. Warning, this show is not for children. And if you're easily offended by cursing and or alcohol consumption, See ya. yeah, you want to tune in. And we are doing a news moment, which is something brand new um, to our podcast. And we're talking about uh, in New York, the legislature has asked that um, a law be passed or a bill be passed where law enforcement can sue protesters who have, in fact, injured, harassed, or got a, you know caused issues with officers that are trying to keep the peace. Yeah, Sorry to uh, leave that there. And and once again, it's not it's not verbal because that's a, a First Amendment, but actually no, physically but actually it does attacking. Say something about harassing. So I don't I don't well, know harassment. They, I don't know be, how they define it because it could be the aggressive protesting and things like that. Like if they go to the officer's house, right, and things like that. Uh, yeah, but if, like, if there's an officer on a line standing there, they right. have a right to, you know, yes. talk to them, yell at scream at them. That's not that what this addresses. It's addressing mm -hmm. the physical attacking of an right. officer. I know a lot of officers had issues with vision because of lasers being pointed, the, the mm -hmm. fireworks or many mm -hmm. explosives, if you will, if you see some of the videos. Um, but we were talking about, I never even thought about filing lawsuit because I just never no, thought that it another was. issue though one of the reasons that there's a lot of blowback against this is they're they're upset that it's making police a protected class um, which well officers can be victims too though exactly but the argument is they're getting a special right because of their job I see I don't see it that way because as but... a civilian <clears throat> Can sue law enforcement. Absolutely. Well, and the civilian can sue another civilian if they right. got injured by that civilian. So class why cannot a not law enforcement, but a civil, civil suit court. against that person? So why couldn't so law absolutely. enforcement officer sue an individual for injuries, things right. like that? So I we'll think they absolutely should be able to. Yeah, I so, totally agree. I think they should. So we'll we'll see how how that goes. Um, for those, on to my next uh, topic or news. So those who are not necessarily in law enforcement, um, you may not know about this, but there's a, uh, it's a website, it's called the Officer Down Memorial page, and it tracks um, line of duty deaths throughout the years. And um, with uh, COVID-19 being in the news lately, I brought up that there was a, um, an Orange County deputy and a Port Orange um, officer died today from COVID-19. And I, it was, I was curious as to see <clears throat> how many have passed over the last couple of years of this. And so far this year, 92 officers have died um, in the United States from COVID-19 and 240 died last year. Wow. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, Sheriff Chickwood of Volusia County um, tweeted out that 300 officers had died from COVID. So yeah. He was probably just, you know, but he was right he was there at, in the ballpark. Right, so. adding the two years together. <laughs> right. And it's an interesting website. It really goes into a lot of things. It talks about um, crashes and hitting, being hit by car and stabbings. And, and what's interesting is if you look, <clears throat> if you look back 
because this tracks for, since the beginning of 1900s and it, it tracks like officers getting hit by trains right. and you know all kinds of weird things that we wouldn't think about it right stagecoach yeah thanks <laughs> i got trampled by my horse thank you very much that was your first patrol vehicle. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so just to update everybody, um, we are going to ask for questions, um, comments. We will review those at the end of the show. Last week, I've made a lot of interruptions, giving shout-outs. I see the folks that are on here making comments. I will pop your name out, and uh, please formulate any questions you have for us or stuff you'd like us to kind of talk about, and I will be going over those as soon as we go through our topics. All right, so um, we're good for news? Yeah. Good. So the moment that some of you have been waiting for, I, I don't think I've been waiting for it as much, but um, thanks, Curtis. But uh, <clears throat> Sergeant Frosty was brought up um, on our last show, and uh, I will let Camille start off with Sergeant. Unfortunately, John wasn't there for this, but I will let Camille start off with the Sergeant Frosty story um, from a officer on scene um, doing what he's doing, and then I'll give you my, because it's all about me, unfortunately, and it's kind of a gas, but all right, so go ahead. So I, I'm sure every agency has a great story. Uh, this, it happens to be a story that I will probably remember till the day I die. Uh, <clears throat> it was a bright afternoon, and we had a bank robbery go out. I was a detective at the time, and bank robbery alarm, and all of a sudden, it was an actual bank robbery. It wasn't a false alarm or anything, and we, somebody said, all right, he's on the exit ramp to the interstate, so everybody's converging there, and as a police officer, you stage so that you have a good line of fire on the guy, and I pull my detective car up, I pull out my gun, and I'm covering him, and you know, cops are, cop cars are showing up and whoever zone officer was patrol is on the PA and he's giving him orders, you know, all right, hands up. And then a felony stop. Do you want a felony stop? He was on foot. There wasn't a vehicle, but it was a felony stop. So we're, it's a beautiful scene. We're all doing the right thing. And then all of a sudden, the loudest squealing of brakes you can imagine in your entire life comes from behind tires screeching and so you've got your gun out and all of a sudden everybody's looking like this like are we going to get killed by whoever's coming up on us and that's what i'm thinking i'm like okay we got a bank robber but i'm about to get squished so all of a sudden and i notice it's a police car well, somebody's late to the show it happens that's fine um the car did not stop in time before it hit another police car, and it was, bam, right? And we're all just kind of like, what the? And uh, our, our dearly beloved Ronnie is in the passenger seat, and he gets out of the car, and we, we had black uniforms on, and he was covered in some kind of brown liquid. And as he's getting out, cursing every word in the book, probably making up some, grabbing this brown liquid and sloughing it off of his uniform, 
just cussing his head off. And we're all like, what the what? <laughs> and so we cuffed the guy, come to find out, not the guy who did the bank robbery. <laughs> and the story, I'll let Ronnie pick up the story from, from there. Because we don't know what's going on. All right, so I'm training somebody, and I'm in the passenger seat. We're in a Crown Vic. For those of you in the job or we're on the job, you know, Crown Vics are they're battleships, okay? And these are the older ones. So I'm in the, we're in the car. We just went through the Wendy's drive-thru, and we finished eating, and the call goes out, and I had a Frosty. It was, you know, yay big. And I, a small. I mean, <laughs> I just had popped the top off of it and maybe took like two spoonfuls out of it. And the call goes out. We've got him over here on the, on the uh, top of the bridge. You know, we're doing it. We're, we're got him at gunpoint. And I'm like, go, 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 go. Now the Wendy's, you can see the Wendy's from where, from the scene. I mean, it's literally 200 yards across, you know, some woods and grass and another parking lot. And there's the Wendy's, but you have to go out and around and out this other exit and down and turn around so I'm screaming at this freaking look rookie, Wookie, yeah. <laughs> Turn the goddamn roll the window down, roll the window down, roll the window down. Because I want to throw this damn frosty out. Because I mean it's like all over. And now it's starting to melt and it's going all over. <laughs> and he's not listening to me. This guy is tunnel vision <laughs> like you have never seen. I've never seen it in my life. This guy's tunnel vision. Thank God for window locks. <laughs> so we yeah, and he had it locked too. And I'm pushing the button, pushing the button, pushing the button, trying to open the door. Well, every time I get ready to open the door, he's going around that kind of corner, and I'm like, I'm going to fly out of this car, even with the seatbelt on. So we get up, and, and at that point, I'm just holding on for dear life, and I'm holding on to this damn Frosty. <laughs> he goes up, and he spins around, and he's coming up on these cars, and I'm like, go, 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 go. I said, take up a position right behind Curtis's car. And he goes, I said, did you hear me? And he goes, I got it. And he's, you know, of course, Crown Vic's slow as mud, but anyway, he's, and I'm like, so I'm starting the oh shit. I'm, I'm holding on. My feet are starting to hit the foot. The, the passenger brake. No, the passenger brake. And, and I'm holding on. And I'm like, all right, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Stop. And I screamed, stop. And he all of a sudden, something kicked and he hit the brakes and we slid. And when we hit that car, that freaking frosty, I mean, I squeezed it just out of reaction and it went all the fuck over me. I mean, my uniform, it was all over the console, the dash. So as you can imagine, I've been known to have a little bit of a temper. <laughs> I get out of the car, and I mean, I slammed it. I thought I blew the glass out of the car door when I slammed the door because I saw that the guy was down and everything was cool. And uh, I go out and I look at the front of my car. They, they, At this point, they saw me get out. They saw the frosty all over me. They ran up. They secured the guy. Everything was cool. I look at the front of my car, and I've got, okay, everybody knows Crown Vicks have dual exhaust, Okay. I had two perfectly shaped holes in the front bumper of my car from Curtis's dual exhaust on his Crown Vic that we just rear-ended and impacted. So the guy, the guy's like just standing there, and he's looking at me, and he's looking at the bad guy, looking at me, looking at the bad guy, and he goes, oh, 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 what do you want me to do, Sarge? I said, just get the fuck out of my face and go direct traffic. Keep the traffic off of us. On the interstate. Oh, oh, oh. No, we were on like Grand Boulevard. And he's like, oh, 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 
okay. <laughs> he goes back there, and I'm, and I'm wiping it off. And, of course, once we get the guy secured and, you know, and, and, and everything's cool, it wasn't him. Got to show up. They, they couldn't ID him, said it wasn't him. So, anyway, let him go. Excuse me. Um, then the laughing started. What in the hell is all over you? I'm like, a goddamn Frosty. <laughs> so, from then on, and here's the, here's the worst part of the story. After I make this rookie clean everything up in my car, and he wipes everything down, get everything clean. It was like, wasn't it a newer car? It was. It was like <laughs> two or three years later, and I'm getting ready to get out of this car. And you know those little extendable lights they had on, and they had the little yeah. vent grills yeah. in them. Oh, I the, just the so night reporting to, light, yeah. So the map reporting, yeah. yeah. I just so happened to turn that around. There was still frosty <laughs> in the grooves of that thing two or three years later. And yeah, so anyway, I'm Sergeant Frosty, and I've never lived that one down. But it wasn't my fault; it was goddamn rookie. So yeah. Anyway, it's happened. Uh, whoever's training them, I think. Yeah. For those of you that have <laughs> trained, and you know, um, you know about training people and some of the crazy things that happen when you're training people, I'm sure you can relate. Um, but after it was all over, um, we kind of laughed about it, and uh, still do. That guy ended up getting in trouble for some other crap and every lying about a crash or something, and he got terminated and moved on and went to a small agency somewhere in North Florida where he became the chief of police there, and they were threatening to indict him over quotas um, for tickets and stuff, and they there's fired no him from there. Yeah, there's no quotas. What? So <laughs> That's why you tell them. When they say, don't you guys have quotas? Yep, two more, and I get the set of steak knives. Yeah, we used to say that, and we got in trouble for doing that. <laughs> nope, I yeah. get to write as many as I want. <laughs> <laughs> yep, nope, Chief said I can write as many as I want to as I want to write. All right, so there's Sergeant Frosty. Um, that's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. So anyway, that was my kind of my fun moment, or well, one fun at the time, but uh, one of thousands of crazy moments in the 35 years I was on the job. So. Let's move from that to John, and he's going to go over something that he wanted to cover well, with us. Well, we were going to try and get to last week, and we didn't get a chance to discuss body cameras. Body cameras. Um, and what I'm going to kind of do is just give an overview of some of the pros and cons of the body cameras. Um, overall, you know, we'll video. start with us being the first agency in our entire county, <clears throat> actually in central Florida. To actually employ body cameras. Yes. And we were the first. And I ended up on the news because of it. And <laughs> ironically, one of my daughter's friends was like scared to death of me after that because she didn't realize I could be so mean as a police officer. <laughs> but that was because I was arresting a guy who kind of ran for me and he was drunk with two kids in a car. Yeah. And, you know, well, that'll and tend he, to get your dander and, up. Well, right? and he kept it ignoring me and refusing to comply and all that stuff. So anyway, um, so body cameras. Um, overall, I think they're a very positive thing for law enforcement. However, however, one of the things is it's now almost a CSI effect in the fact that only what is on the camera people think actually happened. You got to keep in mind that camera is basically fixed, you know, to whatever direction it is. You have you have chest worn cameras, you have eyeglass worn cameras, you have hat cameras, you have all sorts of different ways to mount these cameras. Shoulder, on the, on shoulder, yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, and it's only catching what that angle is showing you. But you got to keep in mind that a, a police officer has to be worried about 
everything. That's why we always say, you know, keep your head on a swivel. That's why cops always say to each other, I got your six, and I got your back. I can cover what's behind you. Well, the body camera doesn't see what's behind you. The body camera doesn't see over here. The chest camera is here. They're not going to see that. That's right. So it, it won't be long until you'll have, I mean, your car now has 360 degree view. I, I, I foresee within oh, they 10 years. About, no, oh, they, they have do. about really? ready. Yeah, 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 absolutely. They do. Absolutely. <clears throat> Extremely expensive. They go on your, on your gun belt? No, no. Well, they have them on the car okay. and right. then you're linked to the car. So they follow you wherever you go, okay. but at that 360 degree. Yeah. They're great. But, well, that's great. If you're in proximity of a car. Right. Yeah. Right. But that, that gets to one of the big downfalls of the body cameras is the enormous expense that they are. And it's not just the actual device. Yeah, it's not just the hardware. You know, you've got to maintain, you know, how many gigs or whatever. I'm, I'm not a tech guy, but I mean, the, the data that is saved by these cameras at, you know, I mean, they're almost all digital. A lot of times you have two or three angles, you know, like if you have a car camera going, so you have two or three angles in the car. And they're 1080p. Camera. They're 1080p, high definition, digital. Plus the audio. Okay. And we got to save all this forever. How many people need to have needed to upgrade their computer because it didn't have enough memory? All right. So, LT, speaking of <coughs> that, um, policy-wise, your agency. I was in charge of that. Actually. So what? What's? how long did you have to keep them? If it was a non-evidentiary case, right. in other words, there wasn't an arrest made, a citation written, something like that, 90 days, they could go on an auto-delete. Okay. And, and they were deleted. But if they were any type of, if it was any type of arrest, citation, um, Baker Act, anything like that, where we had to put hands on someone or we took legal action, right? we kept them for three years. Three years. Or until the state attorney said, you can get rid of them. Okay. We've kept them for three years. Um, some of our big cases, the big felony drug cases, stuff like that, seven years. Okay. And you can set that. We the, could. It okay. was an auto-deletion phase, and, and it would archive them for however long we set. Okay. Or we could say never delete, and then they would have to manually go in and delete them. Okay. The problem is, and, and furthermore, on what he was saying, when I was with the agency, we were already up to a 10 terabyte server to hold all this stuff we started off with like a two or three terabyte we had 40 something cars and 40 something officers 30 of 30 of which had body cameras so we were double loading everything right. and the problem was you got out of your car you had to turn the body camera on and your car camera was running so now you have two things so was your, was your car camera activated with the, the blue lights. Blue lights? Yep. Okay. Yep. You can so turn it on, off. you turn your lights on, it'll And, and what was on. the policy? Because I know there's other agencies that are really strict about when you, if you, if you don't turn it on, your, your uh, uh, body cam. When we first got them, it was more of a, um, if it was a bad situation, you know, something like that, you had to have it on. But as we went further and further and further, more lawsuits were pending, you know, reference, whatever, not even lawsuits, just complaints. Yeah. It became anytime you made contact with someone in any type of law enforcement type deal, you had to turn them on. Like even, so even, even a flag down. No, somebody okay. stopping and asking for directions, you didn't have to turn Okay. On. But anything basically other than that, yeah, you had to turn them on. 
So which, which, talking, puts you, which puts you in a habit, so it's good. It was hours and hours. So anyway, when I left, we were up to a seven or eight terabyte server that was over half full, okay? And that was just on stuff that was archived. Right. It was over half full, and they were going to have to go to twice that. Uh, it, it's well. Yeah. I mean, it's and doable because there are. And this is only a fairly small thirty-four man department. Right. right. Imagine you know Orange County Sheriff's Office right. or Jacksonville. I mean, right. it's, oh my god. And, yeah. and and those are the areas where they're saying defund the police. Right. How much of their budget is actually going towards this technology? Yeah. But as soon as you don't have a live yeah. video, I mean, right. a body camera. Oh, they're hiding it. Oh, where's your body camera? Why don't right. we have a body camera? Right. Mm -hmm. Because you a holes are the one that said. Defund the police. Right. Sorry, we don't have the fucking money for that camera. All the time. cameras. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, but like in Seattle, when they're having all those protests, they weren't allowed to turn their body cameras on because they felt it would be infringing on the rights of the protesters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. But yeah, they can stand right out there and do this with their cell phones, right? right. Which, right in your face. Which I agree you know, with. I have yeah. no problem with. But you know, oh, I have a problem with it. I have no problem well, with in your face. I, that's what I'm yeah, saying, right, right here. Well, yeah, I mean, but if you're on a, if you're on a line, if no, we, we talked about here, this, we, we talked about this last right. Week. But yeah. if you're back here and you're filming me, no problem, yeah. all day, no problem. Yeah. But they don't do that. No, all the time. No, they're they, right they're, in your face. They're right there. Yeah, you know. But then, as re, uh, one of the problems with body cameras is, you end up, you know, it's only what's on the camera. Right. The officers, whatever the officer says, doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, no, nothing no. else happened. It's right. just what's on that. That's why I can see. I can. I could conceive, just like the car, that there eventually will be three sixty cameras on an officer. Oh, yeah. I, I just said we should just hire a videographer to run with us. <laughs> yeah. Cops. Yeah. Now, um, some of them. No, this is what I was going to ask. Do you guys prefer the chest mounted, the shoulder mounted? Because I've seen video with the chest mounted, and when they're like this, all you see is arms. Yes, completely right. blocked. Right. I, I think ideally it's pain in the ass, mm -hmm. but I think ideally the best mount is on the glasses. Okay. Because everywhere your head turns, the camera turns. At least the camera's going to see what you're seeing. Motor right. officers wear it in a lot of the uh, out west and all. Mm -hmm. A lot of the motor officers wear them on there. <clears throat> and, and I've watched pursuits with motor officers, and you can see them checking the intersections when they're running code, you right. know, lights and sirens, code three. Um, but, uh, I think that's the best situation. Okay. I think the next best is shoulder mount. I think chest okay. mount is absolutely the worst Okay. because of just what you said. You, when you do this, you can't see shit. All you see is arms. You can't see nothing. Right. The problem with the shoulder mount, you walk up to a car, everything's right here. You're not seeing nothing. Yeah. You see the top of a, a, a car. Called, you got a short a car. car. Yeah. At least with on your glasses, you would see some of it. Right. The chest picks up everything. Yeah. So there's advantages to every type situation. Right. There really is. Um, but I still think the one mounted on the glasses. The problem is if you don't wear glasses, you have to wear the clear, actual mm -hmm. clear lenses. Yeah. You get out of a freezing cold car because you're sweating to death with the vest <laughs> on. It's a human night. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, I never wore glasses. It's, it's I never unsafe. wore sunglasses. Never. Him and I did, and it's yeah. effing terrible, man. Yeah. You get out of the car. It's terrible. Yeah. I would have to stop for just a second, wait for my glasses to warm up, and keep wiping them off. <clears throat> Thank God I can see fairly decent without them back then. Right. Not so much now. <laughs> but I could just take them off, put them in my pocket, and at least be able to see if there was a gun or a suspect yeah. you know, or something like that.
All right. Uh, we really need to get moving. Okay. Um, we good with that one? Yeah, and all I'm going to say is if you have any other questions or comments on the body cameras, send it to us and we'll address it. We'll, we'll address it. We Absolutely. may bring it up again. Absolutely. <laughs> Something we may have not thought of because I think body cameras a lot of times help the officer. Well, most of the time they do. Right. You know, oh, yeah, sure. Oh, he had this. Problem, though, not so much. Yeah, the problem is just you know, part of it is the expense, but right. the other thing is, you know, it's still a piece of computer. Yeah, and well, it's like it's you, 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 you mentioned you mentioned the CSI effect. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, you have a murder. Oh, there's no DNA. Well, right. he didn't do it. Well, right. yeah. So, exactly. By the way, somebody asked, and I'm just going to pop it in there. Somebody asked what we're drinking tonight. It was one of your relatives. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're Imagine that. We're drinking. Horse Soldier. I got this for a retirement gift for Mr. Camille, and it is absolutely fantastic. It's, All right. it's amazing. All right, Camille. Uh, oh, by the way, I don't know if y'all saw it or not. This is the logo that I'm trying to get. I don't know if it's going to show up. Let me, there we go. Can you see the blue in the background? It's kind of hard. Um, that's what she said. And the writing. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> you can't see the writing. Uh, Surviving the badge. Yeah, it says surviving the badge with a line through it. Anyway, that's our logo. We're trying to get it printed in, in a nice, um, you know, copy. So, anyway. All right. So, Camille, you're up with your topic, sir. Go ahead. So, um, this topic, it, it actually it, it was hit my mind a few weeks ago when you and I were sitting around, I don't know, here shooting shit or whatever. <clears throat> we were talking about all the death we had seen and until that night i'm like i i hadn't thought about how many dead bodies i had seen and we were sitting around well about this one and i'm like holy crap i've seen a lot of death you've seen a lot of death you've seen a lot of these people seen a were lot driving of to the city to kill themselves when i was on call <laughs> <laughs> i, I yeah. kid you not yeah i mean i've seen 16-year-olds killed themselves. I've seen probably the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life was when we had a case, a, uh, uh, a, what was it? He, was, he was a in medical, and he had downloaded like thousands and thousands of uh, images of, of child pornography. Oh. And then like an idiot, well, no do this to <laughs> take it to the shop <laughs> and they they found it on there and they came to us and we did a search executed a search warrant and um but you have to go through all of that you have to see all that you have to I, I i remember and i don't think i'll ever forget it um i don't know if you were out at the scene or if it was your dad um kid on his birthday got a car 16 years old got a car wrecked it didn't have a seatbelt on his own car crushed him and killed him on his birthday, you know, wow. that's the kind of that's the kind of shit we see. So what well, do you do? What do you do about dealing with that? You, you go to work, you're like, hey, you know, I'm going to have a great day. Two hours in, you see some poor 16 year old who girlfriend broke up with him and he runs a hose into the car yeah. and he's dead or he gets run over by his own car. Yeah. What do we how did we survive that? Yeah. And and you have somebody that hopefully we're going to have on soon uh, that's going to talk about um, uh, officer suicide. But what do we do? You know, what did you guys do to just kind of okay, that's something I'm going to go back. I, I you show up the next day. Well, yeah, I mean, and you go home and you deal with it. Right? You know, and, and our family deals with it. Yeah, right. 
because they deal with our, you know, little mood swings and what's the matter, babe? You know, you okay? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I talk to my wife and, and my kids, the older kids, you know, about it a little bit. Um, if something was really bothering me, I didn't go into detail, but I eh, just a bad night, you know, I mean, how, I'll, do you, I'll be fine. how do you go into that kind of detail? You know, but I, I challenge everybody and, and most of the people that are watching are probably cops or ex-cops, but you know, I challenge you that aren't in law enforcement. Um, you know, go to a gruesome murder scene and see a five-year-old child who has been beat to absolute death. You know, brain <clears throat> fluid coming out of their ear. You know, their their melon just looking like it's it's been smashed. You know, something from the freaking Walking Dead or something. And then you've got to live with that and come home and not talk about it because you don't want your your kids to hear that kind of thing, that there's that kind of evil in the world. You know, you don't want your wife to sit there and have bad dreams about it. So what do you do? I'll tell you what you do. You go to the bar or you go to your buddy's house or next shift, you go behind a building and you sit there and you bullshit about it and you talk about it. And sometimes you laugh about it, you know, if it's something that's not that Not that it's funny. You know, but it's, 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 it's a, a dark humor. humor. It's a dark humor. It is. It's a way to release that pressure from inside. <laughs> And that's why you know, everybody says, oh, thin blue line, you know, y'all lie for each other. No, what it is is, and, and I'm going to get a little deep here, but it's a very, you know, 35 years in this job, I have hugged cops. I have cried with cops. I have fallen to my knees and cried with cops when one of my best friends was dying on the side of the road from a motorcycle crash. You know, I have been to funerals and I have hugged other cops and cried and everything else, and, uh, you know, that's what Thin Blue Line is. Hey, Thin Blue Line is, I have your back no matter what. And I don't mean if you've, you know, committed a criminal offense. If you're if you're a shitbag cop and you're committing crimes, screw you, you go to jail. I'm talking about I got your back. If you need to go and you need a shoulder to cry on or you need to release some of this, you know, pressure that, that's up here and it's bothering you and I'm always going to have your back. That's what it means. That's what that brotherhood means. And until you've walked one shift in a cop's shoes and seen the shit that they've seen, you, you just, you don't know. You, you'll never know. You'll never, ever know. The only people that will know are soldiers and law enforcement. Those are the only ones, guys. Those are the only ones. Because firefighters, firefighters. Well, firefighters. Well, they staged. Yeah, they staged to make sure. I mean, they see their share of some gruesome shit too, but you know they're not there dealing with it like we are for hours afterwards and dealing with the families and everything else. Um, and I'm not taking anything away from the fire service. I know you guys are just screwing around, <laughs> but soldiers, America's second responders. So. <laughs> He said that. I mean, <laughs> Sergeant or I'm sorry, soldiers and law enforcement officers are the ones that are seeing the absolute worst of humanity and having to swallow that in and take it with them every night. That didn't, I'm sorry. No, no. I got on a freaking rant there. You I know, because 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 parents don't call cops and say, "Oh, look, little Johnny took." Steps. Parents called cop because. Oh, my husband killed little Johnny. Right. You know? Yeah. That's, like, that's when, what we get called for. When I was in the academy, I said, you don't get called to be invited over for dinner. No. You know, you only get called when there's a problem. Yeah. What What do soldiers make a year? Just your average 
Grunt soldier, 30,000, 35,000. 35, that? Something like that. They're at poverty level. Your average private. grunt cop. Mm-hmm. 35, mm-hmm. let's say average, let's say 40 yeah. average, yeah. just average. Because right. you got some little tiny agencies, some sheriff's departments that have two people right. that maybe start out at, you know, 30, 35, whatever. And then you got, you know, some of your bigger agencies, NYPD, they probably start out at 50, 55, yeah. whatever. So let's average it out at 30, 35, 40 grand. 40 grand. Yeah. 40 grand. And a soldier, 30 grand. Yeah. To see and do the shit that they've done. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's a calling. It is and not it is just a is. job. It's a calling. And when I just started this shit at 19 years old, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be a law enforcement officer. My dad was one. My brother was one. I think my grandfather was. From what I remember my dad saying, he was a constable yep, for a little got, bit in a, yep. in a small town for a little while. So it's a calling. It, it's not, oh, I just want to go. It's a calling, yeah. you know, because after you've run code three, blue lights and sirens and hauling ass. After you've done that, you know, 10 or 20 times, it's like, okay, well, that's just, you know, it's, yeah. it's no big deal. Unless you're a firefighter. You know, <laughs> yeah. it, it, you know I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Nice My firefighter. <laughs> so, John, John, what did you do? Um, I've internalized a hell of a lot. And, and I think we all have. I've internalized a hell and, of a lot. And, you know, I, I try to share with my family what I can and not share with my, but one of the biggest things that we have to do is we have to be able to leave work at work. Yeah. But you have to, as far as I'm concerned, a stable family life is one of the most important things that will help you get through it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm proud to say that I've been with my wife since 1993 We've been married since 93. I'm sorry. To her, I I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I mean, it's hard. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I wasn't a police officer when we met. I wasn't even in the academy. I was actually a firefighter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, um, But we made it through, you know, but that strong family bond and making sure that I could leave work at home, at work. And I could go home and do home stuff. Yeah, that, I that, didn't mix a lot of it. Yeah, that that family bond is, is definitely that helped me. Um, oh, for sure, yeah. man. Oh, plus, God. plus a healthy habit outside of drinking, like yeah. fishing, golf, absolutely something to not dwell well, who on. Who did you fish shit. with? I know. Yeah, the cops. I all of my I have one non-cop. Right. Friend. Yeah, but he I likes know. cops, right? And he's broke up, <laughs> right? So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we deal with enough adversity on the job, right? I don't need a friend, and I'm not saying they wouldn't be a good friend. I don't need a friend that is anti-cop, and I'm going to have to hear their shit all oh, the time about exactly. what cops are doing. I don't want to hear it. I why why did this guy? Why did this cop do this? I don't know. I wasn't I there. I know I wasn't there. <laughs> well, and, and what other job can you think of? Where they find out, you know, oh, wow, you're an insurance agent? Oh, my God. Let me tell you what this insurance agent did. <laughs> Is that the right thing right. to do? He shouldn't yeah. have done that, should he? Right. Exactly. I remember coming you home. Know. We You worked this scene with me. Um, the lady was dead three days and no AC in her house in August. Was that over by yeah. the college? Yeah. Oh, and, and and Curtis was the first one there. <laughs> and he was, he was humping his chest, dude. He was... <laughs> I, he never threw up, but he was 
So, oh, that was terrible, so I, I, I get there and I would do my thing and I come home and um, my wife would always say, okay, go in the garage, take your clothes off there. Yep. Cause it's that, that stuff just permeates the, the clothing through it in the wash. And yeah, that happened plenty of times. Quick story about my dad. He was one of the local agencies. Oh, we're talking back in the seventies. All I remember is him coming home. I hear I hear somebody beating on the door, and I hear him yelling, "Open the door! Open the door!" <laughs> so my mom comes to the door. She goes, "What the hell are you doing? Just come in!" <laughs> no, listen to me closely. And she goes, "Oh my God! What's that fucking smell?" <laughs> and she's inside, and he's outside, and there's a screen door between them. And I mean, he's like ten foot beyond the door because by that time I come up from behind my mom, I was like ten years old. I'm like, I'm like, ew, ew, what's that <laughs> He goes, get a box and the lighter fluid. Meet me in the backyard. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I got it, mom. So I run and get a box, get the lighter fluid. I, I go in the backyard. He goes, leave it there, go inside. Okay. <laughs> you know, I gotta see what the old man's doing, right? right. I mean, he's been a cop since I was this big, you know. He's out there, and he's stripping to his damn underwear. We had no <laughs> fence in our backyard. You know, it's wide open. Stripping to his underwear, shoes, socks, freaking everything, except for his belt. And he throws everything, because he was plain clothes at the time, he throws everything into a box. He puts lighter fluid on it, and he lights it on fire and burns all of his clothes in the backyard. My mom goes, what in the hell are you doing? <laughs> so he comes in, and he tells us. He goes to a scene. Two dead people had been there for two weeks. July, no, no AC. AC on in the house. That's body okay. soup right there. Oh, yeah. It had melted oh. out of the bed that they were in, ran through the kitchen, and out the back door. So he couldn't not step in it. So when he walked up, he's like, why are all the windows black? What was it, Camille? What <laughs> it was, was it? flies. It was flies. <laughs> he looks and he goes, what's up? Why are the windows all black? He smacks the window and they go right back on the window. It was flies. Yeah. He said, I have never in my entire life ever, ever smelt something that horrible. They had CBAs or CSAs yeah. or whatever they're called. SCBAs. They had them goddamn things on and they're going in and, and man, it was, yeah, they oh, said it was God. horrible. And uh, I mean, they just—they—you couldn't load them in a body bag. There's nothing left of them. They threw the bones in the back, you know what I mean, and the in the head. Oh, and so, but again, this is the shit that cops have yeah. to look at all yeah. the time, every day. It's all and maintain professionalism. Maintain professionalism. Maintain professionalism. Yeah. You know, and, and always be. Professional. All right. So we have who's up? Um, you I, know what? I, I, I would like up. a beer. I would oh, like a beer. Hey, I hold on. Oh, sorry, sorry. I think it's. Drum roll. It, that was probably really loud. Probably sorry. <laughs> the microphone's right there. It is John's beer moment. All right, John. All right, John. What do you All got right. for us today? What do you got for us, buddy? I got beer. Hey. Oh, that was good. Well, you, you passed that part of the oh, test. Right. I will let you read it since you didn't read it, obviously. It's the dude. Oh, the dude. Never tried the dude. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. 
Never tried. I've never even heard of the. This dude. is a white Russian milk stout. Ooh, Ooh, a milk stout. I've never had a milk stout. Milk stout. Milk stout. This is brewed and canned by the Ormond Brewing Company. Let's see if we can see this. Hold on. Let me look at the camera here. Again, I got this beer at Kenny's Grocery in Orange City, located at 1792 and French Avenue. Yeah, hold on, guys. Let me turn this down a little bit so you guys can see what it looks like. <laughs> if that's any better. It says, The Dude. And it's got bowling pins and... From the Big Lebowski. Soup cans. Coffee cans. White know. Russian milk stout. Ooh, I like this. Let me see how it tastes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> From that... No. <laughs> so my first, you know, first impression, <laughs> it's weird. I, I, I retired cop 20 years. I don't drink coffee. Never have. Hate coffee. Milk stout have a little and bit it, of that. And yeah. it has that coffee okay. smell Drink to it. more. Drink more. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I haven't tasted it. I just, now, I'm a lager it. fan myself. I normally just drink straight lagers. Ooh, son. This stout will really tie your day together with notes of roasted coffee. Yeah. Good, good idea, good. yeah. Mm. Sweet cream, vanilla, and chocolate. You will be knocked completely out of your element. Jet black in color, 6.5 ABV. Mm. Damn, I like that. You know who would like this? Your mom? My wife. <laughs> good. <laughs> All right, you got me. Mom, asshole. Uh, it actually is good, though. I, would, yeah, I think I really would good. really like it if it didn't taste like coffee. So here's my thing, though. I hate Really? Coffee. It doesn't just, taste like a beer. In my opinion, right? No, it. it, it I mean, it, it's a it's a very good beverage. It's I a, like it's it. It's a cold coffee to me, right? So really? do we? So do we? Do we judge it on the taste or as a beer? Well, no, the taste, the taste, because it Come is on, a beer. As a beer, yeah, okay. Because it's it, already a yeah. beer, knucklehead. Yeah. You don't like it? <laughs> So that's a that makes me more that makes me gag more than a soupy body. Well, listen, <laughs> not all. Don't please don't judge all milk stouts by the coffee flavor of this one because they don't all taste like coffee okay. at but all. I, it's just a hint. It's not a. It's not a. Oh, it's pretty it's, strong. I, I don't think so, it's pretty strong. I drink. Coffee. I would rather drink. So you know a trash truck when it backs up, beep beep beep, and it stops. And, and that liquid, and that liquid just slooshes over. You got that from me on, <laughs> on this on. podcast. Come on. on, I would rather drink that than this. No, no you don't. But finish it. Oh, but I don't realize it. it's it's sacrilege to not finish a beer. But well, what are we like on a uh, scale of ten, dude? Yes. After you get three or four oh, sips in, oh. trust me, you'll be fine. On a scale of one, one to ten, I'd probably give this an eight, eight and a half oh, as as far oh. as flavor. Okay, I'm going to give it a strong freaking eight. Absolutely. And I will give it a 0.25. Again. Wow. <laughs> and this is so I threw off the average. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is, this is your beer moment. It is sorry. the dude. Brewed and canned by Ormond Brewing Company. And you can get it at Kenny's Grocery. Go on. Go Ormond. Yeah. yeah. So. I like it. So, and again, if you have any beers you want us to try or you want to recommend, I would work. I would rather work traffic than drink that beer. <laughs> wow. I'd rather work. I would rather write 
traffic accident reports all day long than drink that beer. Oh, look who chimed in. I got, I got to say it. I got to say it. And I'm going to go to everybody yeah. that chimed in, but Kurt, <laughs> Curtis chimed in and said, she melted. <laughs> <laughs> See, why are we laughing at that? Why are we laughing at that? Uh, was she a witch? Uh, that's funny. Was she a good witch? Yeah, he, witch? all he had to do was stand out front. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, all right, awesome. John's beer moment, yay! yay. yay. I, I love it. I will actually. I, you're not taking that one of his home. Okay, you can take yours home. Okay. I'm stealing his. That's you good. Have right. it. That's good. Since oh. you drank already two of mine. Oh, all right, so <laughs> thank you, John, for the okay. excellent beer moment. I do like that. Uh, thank you for the beer. Cheers. Moment. Cheers. <laughs> all right, so next week we did a milk stout. So next, give us some suggestions. Next week, give us some suggestions. And you actually um, have a challenge for the folks. All right. Thank you. Way to end. Mm, oh, it's like, a, it's like well, who's the, oh, never anyway, yeah. a setup. Hey, I, 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 all right. So hey, it's, it's an assist. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Scotty Pippen assist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're a little pale for Scotty. Speaking of, speaking of assist, have you done Jesus? I know, I know. You were up more than he did last week. Well, like, hey, this guy's on. Hey, what? Um, how many times have you given CPR? Uh, three times. Successful? Twice when I was a cop. Once when I was a volunteer firefighter. Successful? Um, two out of three, yes. You? I have given CPR... Probably close to. Oh, you were fair as a cop. As a cop, as okay. a cop, I've given CPR as a cop probably ten times. Well, we're not talking to your ex-girlfriend, dude. So. You suck at it. How many times you? Say I'm zero and three. Actually, three. Three out of ten. Yeah. That's, that's come on. I was two for two. That's or one three. for two. You're batting. Oh, no, no. You're Part batting three hundred. You're batting five hundred. I am zero. And three. Well, most oh. <laughs> well, but I do have an assist. That's, that's what I was gonna. Get, that's because you get there and they're already cold and purple. You know, <laughs> no, no, that's a patrol. I'm, I'm oh, patrol. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, and three. Oh, three that worked. Sorry, one was a keep it short, John. What was it? A drug overdose. Okay, and they gave Narcan. Boom. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, another one. It was actually called in and went, you know, I mean, so, I mean, we were there within about two minutes. Right. And then the other one, again, lady husband had a heart attack, and it was like two days before my retirement. Yeah. And I'm still waiting for my life-saving award. Thanks a lot. I got nothing. Yeah. I'm 0-3, but I do have an assist. So, yeah. All right. So, here, sorry. here is our viewer's challenge. Okay. Challenge to you viewers, all 27 of you. <laughs> <laughs> we have, and thank you very much. Um, we have a viewers challenge, and that is going to be give us the name, and it's got to be a complete name so we can find it. Okay, or, or the, the ingredients or the recipe exactly. Give us your worst beer you have ever drank, or your worst mixed alcoholic drink that you have ever drank. And you got to know the ingredients because we got to be able to replicate it or duplicate it or go buy it if it's a beer um, somewhere. And let us know what those are in your comments. Um, we will, on our next week's show, we are going to try and find 
the ingredients and or duplicate the drink and or the beer. We will try it and we will give it John's Beer Moment rating. Okay, but we got to have those soon. So by the end of the weekend, we need those comments and, uh, and what or you think. Or send it to the email. Send it to the email. Good interlude there, which is retiredcopsrule at gmail.com. Retiredcopsrule at gmail.com. I picked this one. It's already been done. <laughs> and they wouldn't because it's good. Come on. Well, the other thing is. Please don't just like make some shit up and say like you know. I'll drink some, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah some put some sauce. actual kerosene with yeah. hot sauce and yeah, it's got to be know, actual fish. It's got to be actual edible stuff. Okay, yeah. I mean, come on, we're not Let's we're not real. hazing at yeah. college. Yeah, the tuna can drippings with bacon grease and that would be, that that would be better good. than this. <laughs> no, we're not. Right All right, and then a. Thank you. As always. All right. So Ronnie's topic two. Okay. So uh, my topic two is how good of a shot is Camille? Needless to tell you. All right. Let's move on. Horseshit. <laughs> Let me tell you all something about how good a shot Camille is. We used to have this training house out in the woods, and we would do sims with it, which are the paintball-type cartridges. And we set up a simulation where he was a bad guy. He was going to run out of this house with the bag of loot. And, uh, you know, it was, supposed to, it was, it was a member. It was a bag of loot. It was a robbery. And we responded to the bunny cartoon, a bag of loot. We responded to the loot on it. We responded to the alarm. And um, I actually think he wrote Luke. <laughs> I do. I actually do. And uh, we had to respond. And, you know, suspects coming out of the house. You know, it's supposed to be the bank, and and you know, we were supposed to confront them, take them down, blah blah blah. So we had trainees out there with us. So stage is set. Camille's ready. Radios me on the you know on the radio. He says I'm ready to go. I said okay. So I dispatch the alarm. <clears> I'm playing dispatcher. We drive up to this house in the middle of the woods, which is now burned down because some homeless bum burned it down. But anyway, roll up, get out of the car. We got cover, and Camille comes bolting out the door. Now, well, okay, it was Camille, so he wasn't bolting, but he was... I run like a catcher. <laughs> he runs like he's caught. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Camille comes lumbering <laughs> out of the door, okay? That's and, really and a nice his, thing to say about big people when they run. At Lumber. his best, <laughs> it was rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Anyway, so he comes running out. He comes running out. I used to be in better shape. With a bag of loot. <laughs> and he's got a gun in his hand. So I challenge him. My rookie challenges him. Now, I am... Pinned up behind a wall, okay, the only thing you can see of me is maybe this much of my shoulder, maybe this eye, okay, and my gun. Because, I mean, I am literally everything behind the wall, all right? It's a big wall. Now, I don't know <laughs> it was the side of a house. Okay. Needed to be. <laughs> so, Camille's running out, and I challenge him, you know, freeze, drop the gun, let me see your hands, let me see your hands. On the run, Camille spins and fires and puts one right in my freaking hand. 
I said, okay, that's a fluke. He fires again, puts one right in my freaking shoulder, okay, on the run. Now, let me give you a little background on Camille, just, just accident. Hold on. Was it the U.S. or Florida State champion? Come on. Which one was it? Well, it depends. It was both. Okay. <laughs> Pistol champion as a cadet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. As a police. Uh, sorry. Explorer. Explorer. Yeah. Pistol champion. All right. And I knew that this guy could shoot. And I'm telling you, when I say shoot, go ahead, John. Well, Tell him about so the anyway, snake. So anyway, we're he he holds a concealed weapons class. I'm, I'm like, you still doing that? Uh, no, not right now. Okay. Camo break. A field, and there was a, a couple of you know little ponds and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, I see. A water moccasin. That was a small water moccasin. It's only about this big, you know, maybe like an inch in diameter. We're about 20 feet away from it. Okay, Camille takes out his nine millimeter. Boom! Blows the head off. In the water. The thing is swimming. And he hits it. All luck. Just all luck, man. Yeah, he hits it. So anyway, you don't ever, ever want to get in a freaking pistol fight with freaking Camille. I'm telling you right now. So anyway, I learned my lesson the hard way. <laughs> And uh, like listen, said, oh, hey. for those of you that um, if this has got a little lag in it, a little latency, I thought I'd fix the problem. I am working on getting a little better internet for the show, Internet's... and I'm going to get a uh, mesh um, wireless unit put right in here so we don't have any latency. I, I hope that's not happening, but it appears from the messages I'm getting that we may be, and I apologize very much for that. I'm sorry. We're trying the best we can. It's, 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 a, uh, it's a work in progress. It is. It's so three retired cops sitting at a bar. What do you exactly. Say? And you guys. Yes. All right. So we have five minutes. So unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go into the other two topics. Please save your topics, guys. Gotcha. Got um, I do want to go into some of the questions and answers. Oh, yeah. For some of the guys and gals that have popped on here. Yeah. Um, let me do shout outs first real quick. I want to give a shout out to Tyler, Tyler, to John Labrie. I'm going to go ahead and do last names since they're they're popping in there. Or first names. Tyler Gregory. Um, no, I mean both. Oh, oh, gotcha. Jody. Yay. To Brian. Um, he's still on the job, so I'm not going to use his last name. Thanks, buddy. He says, "What's up, LT and PFC Kelly?" Um, Jody says, "Hello." Tyler says, "I'm sure you ate the frosty off your uniform." Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, when we were talking about the stuff, Jody says, hence bag of bones. Um, when we talk about putting the bags in there, yeah. Bag of bones. Bag of bones. Um, <laughs> Brian says, what type, of, what type of retired cop doesn't like coffee? All right. So there were, right? there were some actual questions in here, but let me get through the names real fast. All right. That's all I see <clears throat> for some reason. I know there were more comments than this. I don't know why they're not showing what up. What did you do? I probably screwed something up. I oh, it's know. always admin. Always God admin. Screwed it up. Okay. Oh, here it is uh, from John. Um, what's your opinion on officers being required to get vaccinated? My opinion is I think it's bullshit. I think that you should have the option to choose that uh, or not. And if you don't want to get vaccinated and you end up getting COVID, well, then shame on you. Whatever, the department shouldn't be liable for your 
um, workman's comp if they can prove that you got it on the job, you know, and, and they shouldn't be, well, I don't think yeah, they but, should be liable. Yeah, but now, now the problem is, even if you're vaccinated, you're still going to get COVID. You still could. Well, they, they say could. you yeah, could. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, how is that different than saying you may not use any tobacco products whatsoever? Because tobacco products are not a unproven, unapproved by the, um, what am I trying to think of? The medical uh, CDC or the, the FDA? FDA. Uh, the FDA. Okay. Unapproved <clears throat> by the FDA as safe. And I, I'm vaccinated. Right. I'm putting it out there. I, I am vaccinated fully vaccinated. But as an officer, aren't you an at will? I mean, it's like saying, okay, you're you no, are. You're no, 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 you're I'm not no saying longer. that the department can't let them go if they don't want to get vaccinated. All I'm saying is, it's their choice. Right. So right. if the department says you absolutely have to, if you don't want to, I guess you can go work for somewhere else. I mean, well, that, yeah, but, I mean that's, that's my feeling it. is if you choose not to get vaccinated, you have to suffer the consequences and you get none of the protection from COVID. And you none know, of the protection under your know, workman's comp. Right. It's You're like, not protected under You chose not to. For COVID. <clears throat> if you didn't get vaccinated and you get COVID, whether it was off duty, on duty, whatever, sorry, it's all on you. I don't know what else to do. I mean, okay. other than say, if you don't get vaccinated, you're gone. Can an agency require you to live within a certain amount of distance to the agency? Um, yes. Yes. The answer is yes, they can. So an agency can require pretty much anything of their officers. So they, they can to an extent. No, but now you're getting into, now you're also getting into <laughs> privacy laws and HIPAA violations and things like that. Now they now I don't think I don't think an agency could say you need to tell us what your medical is because that's a HIPAA law. Well, yeah, but but if you if if I'm if I'm hiring an officer, yeah, but that require them to go through the medical whole medical gamut. That, they don't know that, if they got COVID or not. That's upon being hired. That that's a right. different thing. You're talking, you're talking current, pre-hire right. current mm-hmm. officers. All right, let's not go into situations. Okay, okay, I'm sorry, move on. okay. What's another question? Should they be vac- required to be vaccinated or not? I don't think they should require them, but I think they can. Okay. I don't think they should, and constitutionally, I don't think they can. Okay. All right. So some more comment. Donna, uh, you're retired. Donna Kiska, one of my absolute favorite people from the sheriff's office that we used to work with. I miss you, kiddo. Love you to death. I'm glad you're watching the show. Thank you. Um, She said, sorry, I missed the Sergeant Frosty one. She was out there with a bunch of our stuff. Wayne Roberts, retired uh, from an agency up there by that. Wayne, thanks for um, chiming in, buddy. He says, hello, guys. Um, Vicky, one of the best dispatchers that we absolutely ever had in Still our agency. Still waiting on that tag, though, Vicky. <laughs> she said when we were talking about us going through what we go through, she said it's got to be horrible. Um Mike Gregory pops in. He says, good point. So underpaid and underappreciated when we were talking about, you know, yeah. what we go through, this and that. Curtis said she's melted. <laughs> uh, thanks, Curtis, for tuning in. Uh, there's Vicky again. He said it does linger on you guys and it ain't pretty. Uh, Caitlin popped in and said, ladle them into a body bag. <laughs> ladle. Thank you, Caitlin. I can understand that. Oh, perfect. Now, a new piece of equipment that you have to carry with you at all yeah. times. A little ladle holster right there. Wait, does that go on? Which side would that go? I don't know. 
That's awesome. Um, let's see who so else. Smart. Oh, Stephen popped in. Um, Steve McGregory's popped in. Said cheers. I uh, made it in at the end. Um, let's see. You're supposed to start at seven, Stephen. Curtis, Curtis, he he gets off late. Curtis says, "No, John." That's what she said. Not kissing them doesn't count for for CPR. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh my goodness! Here's an old buddy of mine, friend of mine from high school. Wow, Jehoshaphat. Sandra, Sandra, thank you so much for popping in. She I said, thought he was going to say Susan B. Anthony. She said, oh, shut up. <laughs> she says, hey, Ronnie, have fun. Um, Stephen posted our uh, our uh, email. Thank you. Um, Liz Williams, uh, tuning in from Canada. Thank you for We are now service. an international sensation. Hey! Oh, here we go. Dustin pops in, international sensation. There you go. Dustin pops in, says, need to hire IT help who accepts beer as payment. You're hired. You're hired, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea the work hours now. All right. Um, Vicky made a couple more comments. Let's see. Oh, my gosh. Who is that? Theodopolis Bremar. Oh, Ted Bremer. He's retired from Jersey. Retired from Jersey. I yep. always, John K., would make it big time. Welcome to Bollywood. Hey, right. Bollywood. That's hey, right. hey. How's the HOA and FLA there, Ted? <laughs> um, so let me ask you this. Right, here's another comp. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, we were talking about things. So Florida put you as a police chief. <clears throat> let's, okay. let's say Florida um, passes recreational cannabis. You allow your officers to uh, smoke? Off duty, it's legal. Yeah, recreationally in Florida, as in Colorado, yeah, like Absolutely. Washington. Absolutely, same as having can, a beer. Can you say no as an off as a police? Absolutely chief? not. You can't. How is not it? It's legal. How is it any different than cigarettes? It's, you can. It's oh, not. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, you can tell your officers not to smoke cigarettes. You can absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's it. Oh, well, screw that. One of the local agencies. Well, the entire city. But but I wouldn't part, be working there. That's part of the that's part of the healthcare. That's plan. a health. Yeah, that's a, that. It, it brings down the healthcare. So just say costs. I don't want to be on your healthcare plan then. See you later. No, 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 no. But as it, a, okay, so let's talk. Let's bring hired. it down to but the basic. You know what? You knew that going in before right. you got hired. They said, and that, that is one of the things. And if they make it hired. legal for marijuana, they're going to include that in yeah. there too. So let me ask you this: as a police chief, you're a police chief. Bang, January one, two thousand twenty-two. Recreational marijuana is legal in Florida. Do you allow your officers to smoke? Yes. Off duty, obviously. Yes. Even though it stays in their system, how long does it stay? How, how long does cannabis stay in the system? Yeah, but it Several only days, stays right? in there because. Yeah, but it's only. So, so he's off Sunday. I can find it in your hair hold two on months later. Whoa, 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 so, hold on. Let me, let me. So he's off Sunday. Monday afternoon, he's in a car crash. What do you, what's a, and he's, he's not. Critically injured. Where, tell do, the rate. where do you send him? They can tell the amount. Where do you okay. send him though? You go get him the blood test. Well, you right? have to go do the drug test. The drug they test. It shows still, positive for cannabis. They can tell the amount of THC in the blood. Okay, he, he, so he, smoked, like a he smoked a sh crap ton on Sunday. Okay, if he was still under the influence or felt that he was under the influence, meaning that he was it was messing with his normal faculties, his ass shouldn't have come to work. Is there a just like? Drinking too much of this and coming to work. Is there a, because I don't know how Colorado or Washington does it, 
what like for, well, for there's your homework assignment that report for next so, week. So how do yeah, they yeah. how do they level like for a a weed UI W right weeding under the influence weeding? <laughs> oh my god! So how do they? Is there a? I mean, obviously you have to do a blood test. You need to search more for that now. It's a whole nother. Story. Liz, I cannot describe a code bear. Oh my God! We may do bear. that, but we are way past time, so we got to get right. off of here. Uh, we Thanks may for tell a story in. about code bear sometime. That's not really law enforcement. Though. Cigarettes are not classified as a narcotic by the DEA. Very true, but it, it it still is is limited by what you said. Insurance. They right. call me Hollywood because I used to do all the interviews and stuff. We were doing traffic. Thanks for the comment, Stephen. All right, we got to get out of here. Um, Please post any more questions that you have. I do. We do. Go back. We read all of them on our Facebook page. So please go on our Facebook page. Like the page. Don't forget, we are going to fix this latency issue if it is having a problem on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to that channel on YouTube. And tell your friends and family to like and subscribe. Notification bell. And hit that little notification bell. If you don't know how to do it, Send us an email. I will walk you through instructions. I'll give you a YouTube video on how to do it. <laughs> we have so, a YouTube video to see how to open a YouTube Exactly. Video. So thank you very much. We are past our time. We really appreciate everyone um, joining us tonight. And uh, let's we all have another. All right. I think we'll have another. And be safe out there. Be all safe right. out there, guys. Thank you. All right. We could be like in the 70s.